Farewell, babies. Dr. Big Mac, what is your favorite ingredient on the Big Mac? Thank you for asking, Dr. Big Mac. The special sauce, of course, you idiot. Special sauce, of course. <laughs> Ask your mother. Fuck you, it's your mother, too. Fuck you, it's your mother, too. And then it just gets <laughs> it just in, goes then it's just 45 minutes of a loop. <laughs> That's probably what it would go like. Okay, yeah. Well, well, let's start the show on that note. The Simple Minds Sports Show, if you haven't noticed, where we talk uh, New England sports, not uh, just idiotic, moronic things, but New England sports in the uh, latest and greatest. Uh, obviously, uh, today we'll be doing a lot of Celtics talk there ray and uh we gotta do some opening takes do you have one off the cups yep, have you been thinking of one? I'll, I'll let you go first i don't have one that's why i asked oh i was just i'm just very happy to see how mac jones is no longer the uh fat boy the little dough boy that he was and how oh, lost... you're going patriots here okay uh you got a yeah, mac yeah. jones go ahead yeah yeah but how mac jones has lost weight he like took the initiative on the offseason he knew he was a little pudgy I wish I could do the same thing, not and lose a little bit of weight, but he did the right thing, and everyone's noticing he's looking a little uh, more toned. Uh, a lot of great things out of OTAs this week, saying how he's looked, how he looks better uh, physically, how he's throwing the ball, and how he has chemistry with his guys since he worked down in Florida with them all off season. So yeah, it's just great to hear because uh, there has been too many bright spots in this New England Patriots off season. So that's nice to hear that something's actually going in the right direction. It's always good to know when uh, when a doughboy gets slim. Oh, it's of always, course. It's always a yeah. good thing. You know his shirt's going to be off all training camp long because if I ever lost that kind of weight, I would have no tan lines. Because I You be think fucking... he's cut, though? Or do you think he's just, like, skinny? I, th- I bet but he's, th- like... Let me ask you this. If you lost any type of weight, like 10, 15, 20 pounds, you would just be like, fuck yeah, and just shirt off all day. You wouldn't care. Even if you had a little boob still, don't matter. Sure. You sure. still rock that shirt shirtless. Well, uh, I actually did that the other weekend. Um, oh, you was... lost weight. Good for you. <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> but it was just warm out and uh, we we're sitting in the sun and I just had a little pop the old shirt off mm-hmm. and I got sunburned <laughs> like I was. Yeah, a, you're not. You're not the good skin boy. tone. The skin tone know. on you. I'm a pasty I, little. I'm a pasty little cunt. Um, I, I'll give you an opening take. We got to talk Celtics. Obviously, we're in the NBA playoffs. So the hottest team in Boston. Uh, obviously they got the Are big they? win. Are they? <laughs> you want to, you want to do, you want to go Trevor story on me right now? Billy baseball. <laughs> you want to go three games under 500 with me right now. Uh, the Celtics are the hottest team and they are the number one story in Boston. Obviously one game away from the NBA finals, uh, which would be their uh, first time back there since uh, 2010, where they lost in the seven games to the LA Lakers. Uh, but that game five specifically, I don't look, here's my opening take. I think the, the will of the Celtics is a real thing. And what I mean by that is I didn't give them credit for wearing Giannis down in that game seven, where Giannis was mixed missing bunnies in the late in that game. And I just thought that he had a bad game and it wasn't necessarily the Celtics that wore him down because he scored 44 and got 21 rebounds in game six at home. So I didn't think that two days would make that difference, but I look at the way that that series worked out and not just Giannis missing bunnies in game seven, but their shooters went ice cold in game six and seven. You look at Miami now in the last two games, their shooters, their role players have gone ice cold. Max Struess hasn't hit a shot in two games, literally. And then you look at Jimmy buckets, Jimmy Butler, who granted is probably injured, but looks like everybody's injured out there, including the Celtics. And that guy can't, even get off the fucking floor. Kyle Lowry looks dead. Say, he didn't score a basket the other game either. So 
So I think we just have to start give even us green teamers have to start giving the Celtics even more credit than we've given them. And if you listen to some national media, um, specifically Pat Beverly, who I get, I don't think has watched the Celtics game this fucking season because this guy doesn't know anything about him. and gives them no chance against the Warriors. If they get there, I just think it's time. Look, let's give the Celtics even more credit than, than we've given them. I think they're they've worn this Miami team down to a pulp, just to a little fucking nub. These guys look, those guys look dead in that game. And uh, I think that um, that is, has more to do with the Celtics than it does to do with their opponents at this point in time. Agreed. Agreed hundred percent. So we'll be doing a lot of that talk. Um, that was basically the, the whole first segment of the show that I had planned. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll just maybe unless you have something to say, I'm sure you always add something, um, you know, super informative and clever. So we'll wait for that to start the show. Some of Celtics course, talk. Course, uh, there's some NBA news uh, that I'd like to get to. I really kind is there of a fire somewhere. I really kind of shoehorned this NBA news quote unquote segment into the show just so I could talk about the uh, hottest uh, source of heat in New York city. Uh, we'll be touching Ooh. on that. We're talking and, about global warming. Yeah. Well, uh, not if you ask, I'm sure not if you ask the biggest YouTube doctor on the planet, I'm sure he has something to say about it. Um, and of course, you know, the Warriors uh, did play last night. We're assuming they won in close. Richard Thomas says they won. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe Luke had something to do with that. I have some thoughts on that, on that Warriors Dallas series though. Uh, the Red Sox, Ray thinks the Red Sox are the hottest team in Boston. So <laughs> they are winning. They are winning games. Cool. We'll talk to, about them a little bit. Uh, Mac Jones spoke to the media. So we'll follow up on Ray's opening take. I put wrestling with Ray because you seem yeah, to be posting a lot of wrestling things. So I try to do once a week. Just try it once a week and throw one it one minute there. with uh, Doctor. What, what what's your what was your wrestling? Uh... Wrestling with a doughboy. Wrestling with a doughboy. Maybe a yeah. minute segment of that. And I've, of course, simplest minds of the week. So that's the show today. No Bill again. Uh, just uh, myself and the doughboy. Uh, so uh, welcome to the Some Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind May twenty seventh. Nailed it. Welcome to the oh, show. It is. I thought it was twenty. Idiot. I like how you do that. It's not nice. Uh, what I got the well, I got the date quick and made you think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. You know what? I have a flight tomorrow. That's the oh, only, that's the only reason looking why. At the, I've been looking at the date all day. See if your so, flight got canceled. Yeah, that's the only, well, no, they sent a, you know, you can, can we just do a quick, uh, what's bugging me or a little pet grinding your, grind your grind gears, gears. Peter, you uh, Griffin. Uh, Peter Griffin grinding my gears. I'm really, I'm getting really fucking sick of these weather updates on your phone. Like where children have never seen rain before. So, that last week or a couple of days ago, we got this alert that there's going to be this big storm, thunderstorm, with uh, some tornado warnings. And there have been some tornadoes that touched down around me the last couple of years, like little tornadoes and stuff. But this, this like alarming, this alarming behavior and, and, and like warn the people that rain is coming and there might be some hail and it's a big alert on your phone. And then today, we got it from United Airlines. There'll be thunderstorms. Please expect delays and blah, 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 blah. It's like, have people not been dealing with thunderstorms forever? Do you not understand? That it's just a fucking rain. It's just rain. 
it's maybe just rain. Maybe if you're planning a pool party, they don't want you to be in the pool because of lightning and you can get electrocuted, Richard. Well, then I take it all back. I, that's a very yeah, appreciative no, yeah. take on pool party goers. But I have a neighbor that's like my my his daughter. You live is on, wait, out. excuse me. You live on a lake. That should be really like informative news for you. So if you ever were no, no, I just pay attention the to dog. the E. coli rates in that lake. Oh. I, but I, th- our neighbor was like, my daughter's going back. Is at a school July, uh, June 6th. It was supposed to be June 1st. And I'm like, we didn't get any snow. Like, why did she? What? What are the days for? Rain. They sent the kids home or left buildings? them home for rain. Now, granted, a school bus did get stuck in a, a river in a flood last year. <laughs> so they're taking all precautions. So all precautions. Light drizzle. To- schools canceled. I'm just sick of the fucking alerts. Careful, it's gonna rain today. There might be some thunder. Don't get scared, you pool party pussies. Well, maybe they don't want you wearing your uh, white Air Force Ones. Ever think of that? Keep them stomping. Keep them stomping. Uh, if you're looking to stomp, head on down to White Birch Brewing, the best craft brewing in New Hampshire, Nashua, New Hampshire. Ray, dress, please. 460 Amherst Street. Good side of Amherst Street. Head on down to uh, Nashua. Get yourself a, a flight. Get yourself a pint. Get yourself the Dr. Vittles flight of pints and uh, drive home responsibly or call Uber Ray and uh, ask him for our check. If you can't get to the brewery, then uh, uh, get at your local beer store and those big four-pack four uh producers and have yourself a night time travel with ray it's always fun it's always fun uh wherever you get it tell me civil minds boys send you white birch brewing uh okay oh shit hold on i just clicked something that i wasn't supposed to click horn you have a 45 minute tab open 45 45 second well we're not Uh, on bill Bill's, by the way, Bill's so full of shit. Oh, 45 minutes. Full Fuck shit. You, dude. That's like getting the lotion, making sure like the candles are lit. That's the only reason why it takes 45 minutes. It's like, like 30 seconds, but it's setting like up the mood prepping. to, uh, yeah. Putting on a Kevin Costner movie in the background. <laughs> Puts his Bull Durham jersey on, but only buttons one button at the bottom. His chest is exposed so he can land it on his, uh, just yeah what a fucking asshole 45 minutes multiple tabs sure man yeah the fucking matrix yeah anyway uh the celtics uh one game away they beat the heat 93 to 80 here are my key takeaways this is what we do on the uh on the recap shows i'm going to give you my key takeaways stop me when you want and uh and uh we'll discuss from there so right off the bat defense is still carrying this team uh they shot like shit and basically the entire first half, they were 10 of 33 overall for three, but the defense um, left Miami struggling. I don't know if it was all Celtics defense because that, that Miami team, like I said in the opening take, they just look like they got cement in their shoes or someone uh, tapped them with a Harry Potter wizard and they forgot how to fucking shoot. They can't hit the broadside of a barn. They Oladipo... Had a comical series that of misses. Three, that three-pointer he took. Ooh. He shot that three. It hit the backboard. <laughs> Bang! Hit the backboard. The, he get the offensive rebound, cycle it around. He gets an even more wide-open <laughs> shot. He misses it even worse. worse. I mean, that was that was honestly the point in the game. Was like, oh, we're going to the finals. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. This shit's over. So, but however, uh, you know, the Celtics defense did their part. Um, it was 17 to 19 in the first quarter. 
And then the Celtics outscored him, I think, 30 to uh, 25 in the second quarter. So, and, you know, only 80 points on the game. Celtics defense is what starts their, uh, you know, their success. Like I said, Jimmy looks cooked. He was passing up shots left and right. And the ones he took, a couple bad air balls in the second half. The ones that went in were shaky, one-handed, rattling in and out of the rim. Some of them were like bunnies, like right by the basket, and he was missing them. The first like, one shot he took was like from a, a half a foot out and he air missed it. I'm like, whoa, this well, no, is maybe it rimmed out, but it did rim out. And I'm like, uh oh. And there is reports that he's hurt, but like not. No one's reporting what it is, but he, he something's definitely wrong with uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it they, you know, I think they're blaming it on the knee and that Peyton Pritchard thing, but. I don't there, know. It has to be something more extensive than that. I mean, he just doesn't look right. I mean, he is a all-star type player and to look this bad in an Eastern conference finals game at home. Like, Dude, he dropped good. 41 in game one and dominated the second half. He won that game. By That's himself. what I'm saying. So what happened in the past four games to make him go from a hero to like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? He has a little bit of a mental case. Like he's forced his way out of Chicago, franchises. Chicago, Minnesota and yeah. Philly, I guess, let him go, which was a mistake, but yeah, like, you know, and they almost had a blow up in Miami this year. Remember mm. he was fighting Spolster on the bench. Yeah. So maybe he just, he's maybe he's right. just mailing it in. Maybe just cashing it in. Um, does Lowry definitely looks fatter, right? I'm not imagining that as a fat person. I can say this, that yes, he does look a little fatter and slower. He's 36. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else looks like shit? Oh, Not no, 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 no. It doesn't look like shit. He looks like a douchebag. <laughs> okay, well, this guy, well, I was going to get there. He, oh, I'm this sorry. guy doesn't physically look like shit. Physically, uh, I'm sure the, the young ladies out there find this. Uh, the panties are very Gen moist. Z fucking douchebag. Very attractive for some reason. But Tyler Harrow on the Harrow. bench last night for the second game in a row where they desperately needed shooting, but his dainty little taint oh, i'm sorry um uh 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 shit what is it what is wrong with him uh groin groin uh yeah couldn't play a second game in a row and he's out there wearing the douchiest sunglasses all white miami style outfit in the it just looked like an asshole on the bench now how did pat riley not see this in the locker room and go no Get to change your fucking clothes. Here's some money. Go to the store. Get something different because you look like a fucking dink. Here's some money. You just think, <laughs> you know, you five million a year. You're buying these stupid things. Pat, speaking of Pat Riley and the way that he was looking at things, that meme of him and Alonzo Mourning after the Jalen Brown dunk is going around. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Jalen Brown has that dunk, you of know, course, the emphatic the dunk, dunk yeah. and they the camera. This was live. The camera panned to Pat Riley and Alonzo Mourning, and they're just stone-faced, looking straight forward, no reaction, no nothing, just a a level of defeat, like, fuck, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It was terrific. Uh, How about Bam Adebayo, I think? Yeah, who? Uh, Dwight Bosch, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, Dwight Bosch has been totally exposed as you know, a lot of people talk about number one, number two, number threes on championship teams in the NBA. This guy's a three at best. When well, he did, he had a good game, uh, game. What was it? Four game, three, three, three. He had a good oh, game Robert game Williams. There. Robert Williams has put that guy in his shorts and walked. And home I think, him. and if you don't have Robert Williams in this series, that is the, he's been the X factor. 
he has been the X factor in this series. Maybe. I mean, I, I get Robert Williams is a good defender and a good rim protector, but I watched him try to defend Giannis. He couldn't stick with Giannis. He can't he can st- stick with Bam. I guess I think Bam is a pussy, frankly. I think Bam is playing like a mm-hmm. little coward and his his top guys are either hurt or or not being able to contribute. And it took them till they were losing by 20 in the final 10 minutes of the fourth quarter to finally take some shots. And he started making a couple of those little turnaround bunnies in the lane. I was, I am really not impressed with Bam Adebayo and totally exposed as a third key to a cog on a championship team at best. I think. Yeah, I agree. And you know, what's funny about that whole situation. He signed a max deal. I <laughs> <laughs> shot Pat. I mean, look, he's a good player and, and good and putting uh, the positions to, uh, to excel his strengths. He's really good. Again, you saw it in game three, but when but you get exposed like old, that, you got to, yeah, he got exposed. He got exposed. It, he, yeah. it would be like if Jalen and Jason went down or were not being able to play and Marcus smart had to go out there and, but I'll tell you this. I bet Marcus smart would score 30 fucking points. If he was put in that position to do so bam and a bio can't do it. Mm-mm. I don't think he can do it. No, and it's just funny because they paid him that kind of money to be that kind of guy because obviously Jimmy Butler is the 1A. They thought this guy was going to be the 1B, and he is definitely not. Like they don't said, have a 1B. They don't even have a 1A. Jimmy Butler's going to quit. Well, just, or, just, well you know, if everything's rolling No, I understand right, what you're yeah. trying to say. I'm just looking at that roster now and going, shit, man. Like <laughs> That roster looks depleted now. Not looking. Back Kyle Lowry, you got Jimmy Butler who doesn't give a fuck. Bam Adebayo who got exposed. Uh, Tyler Harrow, who would rather sit, look like a douchebag instead of go out there and try to run on that groin. It's like, I mean, look at Marcus Smart, his fucking ankle. I, that thing's destroyed. He's going out there. He, he said he's not going to sit another game. He wants to play. That's the type of player you want to have. Not Tyler Hero is going to dress like a fucking dink on the sideline where it is all white and sunglasses on the sideline trying to get as much pussy as he can. Fuck that. That's why I like this team. I like Marcus Smart and how they're playing. You know, it's they've been almost to this point. They've almost been to the finals, and now they're at the one game away. And they're giving it at all because they know that they've been there so many times and they just need to get to that next level and they're doing it and hats off to them. Yeah. I think the mentality is there. I think they've finally have kind of tapped into it. Maybe not all the way, but they've, they've definitely, they definitely understand. This is Jalen Brown's fourth conference final Marcus smarts, fourth conference Marcus smarts been in the playoff eight years. Yeah. I think he's, they've been to, each been to four Jalen, uh, Jason Tatum's third conference final. So, yeah, I mean, the experience I think is there and it's helping him. Obviously Al Horford heard the stat the other day. Al Horford has the most playoff minutes of an active player without reaching the finals. That's crazy. It might have to be active player. Yeah. It must be active player. Cause there must've been other players out there that, but you just think all those years in Atlanta that those guys underachieved as the number one seeds and never got to the finals. Yeah he's played a lot of playoff minutes and yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think they can all kind of feel that, but you could Marcus smart was definitely hurt. Like you could, you could tell he was him taking and Rob he Williams, four fouls. He was, you know, not fast. He was not quick. I um, mean, through our text exchange, I mean, how many times did you see Rob Williams like hobbling up the court and we're like, what the, this guy clearly his knee is bothering him. He's out there and we give him shit all the time and say, you know, he's injury prone, blah, blah, blah. But he's out there on a fucking bad knee, giving it his all because he knows this team needs him. So. Yeah. You have to, you have to give him a little bit of credit and they, they do pump up those injuries a little bit more, but you, you can tell Robert Williams and Mark smarter are playing through injuries for sure. Oh yeah. Not only playing through them, 
contributing, especially in the in the case of Robert Williams, 27 minutes um, and was a key piece. It, it, his numbers don't even matter. You just see the impact that he has on the floor. We just well, talked about early though he was early he was lackadaisical i think we also texted this to each other that no one was boxing out in the beginning of the first quarter it looked everyone was playing lazy kind of uh they weren't playing lazy defense because they were playing good defense but once the shot went up everyone was just staring at the ball like no one was getting a man putting a body on him and you could see rob williams like getting out rebound and they even told it on the telecast that you know look at rob williams getting beat by um 31 who the fuck was that shooter Struce. Shoes thirty one. I think there was a there was an obvious one where he closed out on a three, and it might have been Butler. And they and he beat him for an offensive rebound and uh and got a bucket, and that, I felt like that kind of woke him up a little bit. But yeah, they were. I think that they their defense was good. It wasn't great in the first half. Miami missed a ton of open shots. Yeah, and yeah, they were playing a little bit slow, playing a little bit lazy. It had. You know, it, I think it creeped into Jalen Brown's game. Certainly, he had four turnovers. Everyone was making a big deal of it because I was. You was, you I, asked I, for him to be called off the uh, ripped off the court, which I may did, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it was really those three turnovers in a row, and it no, probably it should have been bad. four or five. He lost the ball in like three or four out of five or six possessions, and kept trying to do doing the same thing, just driving into traffic with Oladipo and Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, who were some of the best defensive hands in the game. And you just keep trying to get to that move and being lazy with it. PJ Tucker stole it. Cause you were just handling the ball out in front of you. Um, and everybody, everybody said, get this fucking guy off the court. Yeah. If you went on Twitter at that point, it wasn't oh, just me. It God. was everybody that was like, get Jalen off the fucking court. Cause it was just bad basketball. He was just playing lackadaisical, you know, anything that he was trying to do, like the, he had an answer for, and it was just sloppy basketball. So it was one of those things where I don't know what I may said to him in the locker room, but whatever it was, woke him the fuck up because the second half was a tale of two uh, abs for Jalen Brown. It's Ime, right? Or is it Ime? I say Ime. I think it's Ime. Yeah, you, you say I tomato, I, tried, I, I wanted say to tomato. Write, I think I wanted to uh, make a joke about if I may, uh, a, little, a little pun, but then I looked it up and it's Ime. I think that's right, Ime Odoka. It's my uh, French-Canadian accent that says Ime. Yeah. How do you spell French Canadian? C U N T. Jalen Brown was uh, definitely a problem in the first half. Obviously, he straightened it out in the second half with your leading scorer, um, uh, which we can get to right now. That well, before we get to that, I want to stick with the first half. We haven't touched on this guy yet, Derek White. Uh, in 29 minutes, 14 points, five assists. Uh, obviously, Marcus Smart uh, picked up four fouls re- relatively early. Pick up two fouls really early. Real Derek early. Came in. Jason Tatum had his fake shoulder injury. Derek White was supposed to come in for him, but then you know miraculously that got better. So, and then it, when he finally came in, he's had two really good games in a row. I don't want to go overboard with Derek White because he's had some bad games and he still can't shoot. But what I like about him, obviously, here's the number one thing I like about Derek White: he can come in and the offense. Um, there's no change of pace. There's nothing different between him and Marcus Smart. In fact, I think he moves the ball better. I think he's more aggressive on the driving kick. I was, I was going to say that, but I didn't want you jumping down my throat, so I'm glad you said that. I totally agree with you. Yeah, Marcus Smart is definitely prone to be able to look and like he's a better passer, and I think a probably overall it better distributor. 
I think he slows the offense down a little too much. Yeah, he's got a different game than Derek White. Derek White wants to catch and go and use his momentum because he has a shot that I don't think anybody outside of maybe Tatum from time to time has, and that's that floater in the lane. And when that's on, that's a Tony Parker. That's a Tony Parker thing. And I don't know if you learned that from the Spurs system. I don't think him and Parker overlapped. I think Parker retired before he got there, but maybe he was still sticking around. I was going to say, Parker. He looks just like Tony Parker's, right? So, uh, and he played for a long time. Yeah. (laughs) When did Tony Parker? Bill would fucking know. So anyway, I I like those two things about him. I I like the fact that it's pretty seamless offensively and defensively when, when Derek White comes in there. He doesn't have the old girth the old behind that Marcus Smart does. Obviously, Smart can guard one through five in this NBA. I was going to say that, yeah, yeah. Derek, <laughs> I keep taking the words out of your mouth. No, no, Derek White, I don't think, can guard. Uh, he got a little bit of mismatch on P.J. Tucker and Pam Adebayo, and it was like, ooh. But yeah, if Marcus he was Smart was on shit. that, I, would, I wouldn't be worried about that. I'd be like, yeah, Marcus can hold his own. Derek White is a little guy out there, and he definitely gets bodied when he's down low. Yeah, and he's not going to get as many steals. I don't think he's going to get the turnovers. He's just solid. He's just a solid player. He's a perfect backup point guard in the NBA um, because of his faults and because of his strengths. Uh, But certainly you needed him in these two games with Marcus out. And I think uh, he knows that. That's the best part about him. He knows that he's a backup point guard. He doesn't need to be the guy to jump into starting lineup or have the ball go through his hands in order for the offense to work. So I think that's another plus on Derek White for you. Yeah. Yeah. uh, A really nice role player in a team with a lot of good role players, but none of those guys would matter unless it was uh, without Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Those guys took over uh, in the end of the third and the beginning of the fourth quarter. Here was the key sequence (laughs) that I thought uh, took that took place where they really took over. It was the end into the end of the third quarter, maybe like six minutes or so left Jalen Brown uh, had three out of four plays. Jason Tatum had the other one. And it started like this. Jalen Brown drove baseline and made a baseline swing pass to Grant Williams, who hit a corner three to stop some momentum from the heat. That little fucking Gabe Vincent hit it, had hit two or three shots in a row and was keeping the heat in it. And uh, Jalen Brown came down and, and Grant made a nice assist to Grant Williams. Uh, next possession or the possession after uh, Jalen Brown came down and had a nice move into the mid-range and hit a mid-range jump shot. The next possession, Tatum drove and got a mid-range floater. And then the next possession to end the third quarter, basically, Jalen hit a, a turnaround J from around the uh, from around the elbow. And that took the Celtics into double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter. And then they blew doors in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brown had three big threes. Jason Tatum, you know, piled on. Um, Al Horford was in there too. The Jays outscored the Heat. 38 to 37 by themselves in the second half of that game. That's what superstars do. We've been waiting to see that kind of performance from these guys. Superstars. Superstars. Wow. Wow. I I, I put a suspension on the superstar for Tatum after that uh, game three performance. But you're calling both of them superstars. So that's big. You said superstars. You're not saying superstars. I'll give it to them. They're in the the final four. Jalen Brown had a shitty first half. And then he came back and led all scores and uh, you could tell he was pissed and you could tell he was motivated. And when he dropped that three pointer at the end of the shot clock from about 30 feet in the heat's eye to put him up 23 in the fourth quarter, just as a fuck you dagger. Yeah. 
you you can move up into that superstar status at this point in time in the playoffs. You know, talk to me again next year when we get to the regular season. There's some players that are better than him. He's not all NBA. Congratulations, Jason Tatum on first team all NBA. We haven't touched on that yet. Snap, snap, snap. Pay him um, money. I just thought that was a key sequence. And while I'm here, um, <clears throat> let me mention this. In the middle of that, or around that same time, was that sequence of the Oladipo trying to break the fucking backboard with his shots. The game heat- four, though, he was fucking on fire, so I don't blame him for shooting as much as he did on game five, but oh boy. Someone needed to. When, he, when you're not on, you're not on, because he was not on on game five. No, no, that was <laughs> bad. Uh, but to start that whole momentum shift off, and I, and I think this is a play that's getting not enough attention. Al Horford caught a rebound. This was... Uh, a- this is the one that I think turned the whole tide and got the whole energy back on the Celtics side. I went back and looked and the score doesn't really reflect it, but watching it live, I thought this play really changed yeah. the momentum. And it was uh, when Al got the long rebound and went coast to coast through three heat players and got the and one layup. Um, Al Horford, again, and- being the catalyst for that, for that team. And again, it was Gabe. It was fucking little Gabe Vincent that it hit like two, turnarounds and i think duncan robinson hit a three after that so there was some scoring from the heat but it was not easy shots in the in the celtics were matching it twice over in that stretch until you got to that jalen brown sequence at, at the end of the third quarter and into the fourth but that al horford play i you could you felt it i i mean i literally said it out loud i was like all right this is it you got the momentum yeah. now put yeah. the put the pedal down let's go they did and they sure did um, sorry, I lost my place. No worries. No need to yell at me, but all right, no, no worries. <laughs> no, the, the next thing I had, the next note was just the, the, the Celtics defense and how much credit we should give them for wearing teams down. I've, I've, I've already explored it in the first, my opening take, but do you agree with that? Do you think they're the best defensive team in the league? Of course, I'd give them a lot of credit for this and how everyone bought in come January 1st, 2022. It's been a whole new team. If you remember the first half of the season, we were calling for everyone to get fired, trade the Jays, get a high lottery draft pick, you know, just sucked so you can get a start a rebuild. Something changed and they bought into this system and it is working. You're one went away from the NBA finals because of your defensive play. It's nothing else. It's the defense that they bought into. So I give this 100% of the credit for where they are right now. Yeah, I think we have to start to. I think we have to start to say that's what and um, bill said that su- oh, if you keep going bill sent that stupid stat uh something about the heat were only uh five times this year the heat were uh 90 points or less or something like that and the celtics did that three times to him all right five points this season this the the heat uh failed the score over 90 points and the celtics are three of those games yes thank you and i'm sure if you went through you know, the teams that the Celtics play a lot, I, I bet you those that statistic kind of rings true with a lot of teams of that they play. Yeah, their defense is excellent. The number one defensive team in the NBA this year. Um, but I still, I don't think that reflects on like what I'm necessarily talking about. And uh, Ime said it himself. He said, like, we wear teams down. The amount of bodies that we can throw at guys, I th- he said, mentally and physically wear teams down. And he, he pointed out, I think you, he said, I think you saw that in the Buck series with Giannis and those guys. And yeah, I think you're seeing it now. And I think you're seeing some quit 
in the Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry is just going. Well, look at the first. We round. can't fucking be. We just can't do it. Look at the first round when we swept the uh, the Nets. I mean, Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in the world right now, and they shut this guy down. They slowed him down. They made him pretty much be like, "I'm done. Season's over. This this team's way better than me. Like I can't do anything to beat this team." So it, yeah. they've done it round after round against. Kevin Durant, best player in the world. Giannis, arguably the second best player in the world. Some people think he's the best player in the world. They, like it's just it's a beautiful run that they have going on right now, beating some of the best players in the world, and they're shutting them down, getting them tired, getting them out of their rhythm. And it's just great to see. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's rewarding. It's rewarding to watch. I think after what you know, seeing um, Jalen and Jason fall short. And probably and certainly underachieved in the last few years, yeah. watching it all kind of um, come together the way that it is. Now, it's not done yet. Look, it's not done yet. They got game six. Of course, they have to win it. You got it. They got to go out there and take care of business. And as much as we, you know, it looked like Butler and Lowry and those guys have quit. I wouldn't put it past Jimmy Butler to come out and have a 35 point game in game six. You know, he has that fuck you mentality in it, he's such a competitor. I would hate to see him just quit. Like it looked like he did in game five, but maybe he's just hurt and can't do it. But I would expect a pushback in game six. It's the hardest game to win. It's the elimination game. It's the hardest game to win. Um, but it seems like Jason Tatum, the best player and the leader of this team has his head on straight. It seems like he has kind of, figured out the mentality that he needs to get to this finals just the way that he talked after the press conference we've talked about the way that he bounced back after bad games now we've seen them have a good bounce back and then ride that into a a good win away crucial crucial game five that is a, what do they say 83 percent of the time whoever wins game five goes on to the nba finals yeah they got the numbers in front of it. and what i like from tatum is he shot like shit in that first quarter and first half but he affected the game. He had nine assists. He was one assist away from a triple double. He had 12 rebounds. He ended up with 22 points because, you know, him and uh, Jalen caught fire there at the end of the third and fourth. But he wasn't having a good game to Four start. Points in the first. And, you know, he stuck with it. I think his mentality is there. Do, do you think, like, do we think he's learning now, like on the fly? Do you agree with that sentiment that he's learning how to win? on the fly in these playoffs, plus the experience he's had before. Do you think he's getting it or do you think he ha has got it? I think he's got it. I think he's got it. I think he's – because none of these guys have been to the finals before. I mean, look at the roster. No one's smelled the finals. But I, I can think of off the top of my head, maybe a guy far down the bench was on a shitty uh, team. That no, I don't, I don't think they have anybody that's been in the final. <laughs> Those guys down the bench are like – Nick Staskis can uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like, but so they're not really learning from anyone. So I think it is Tatum just taking the initiative and being like, yeah, this is what we need to do to get to the next level. Yeah, I think that this, I think that this playoff run and the the strength of the teams that they've played have really benefited Jason Tatum and his mentality. And the um, and I and I want to give Al Horford some credit too. I think that he's in the ears of these guys like. I'm 35. I've done this 16 times. Like I need to go. We got a shot here, guys. Don't fuck around. Just stay focused for another month. And like, just stay focused. Stay in it. Stay within yourself. Don't get COVID. Don't get fucking COVID. 
so let's see if they can stay within themselves Friday night tonight as this is released. 8.30 start time, game six, Eastern Conference Finals, elimination game in the Garden in Boston. What time's your flight tomorrow? Early. Oh, good. So you'll be able to see the game? Yeah, I'll see the game. And I'll be, uh, no, I'm not going to tell you what time zone I'll be in. Because... I know you're going to be in the Mormon zone. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a nice. I like the. I like the. Uh, no alcohol uh, for you tomorrow. I like the Western uh, Mountain Time Zone sports watching. Yeah, it's, it's nice. That's good. Because so what is that? Six thirty. Yeah, it's two hours, right? Yeah, it's so like a normal fucking time. Yeah. Uh, but that place will be rocking. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> that place. That place will be insane. Especially if they win. Outside the garden on a Friday night after a win, going to the NBA Finals. That place. Ooh, it's going to be good. A lot of people are going to be getting pregnant that night. <laughs> I remember uh, a little quick story time. Oh, uh, eight. When they won it game six, I was with uh, Joe Carroll nubs in Raymond. And we just impromptu decided to go down to the city and see if we could get tickets, but basically just watch the game. We watched the game at a bar outside of, uh, I think it was, was it still a fleet center in 08? Yeah. It, oh, anyway. no, no, no. It was the garden. Was it the yeah. garden? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like, Oh, two of them. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they want to end the mob. The mob that, that went through the city was pretty impressive. Oh, I bet. Pretty impressive. <laughs> Climbing light poles, shoving cops. <laughs> Fuck you, guy. <laughs> Fireworks, fucking everything, you know. So, yeah, it should be pretty good. It's, the, it's not the finals, but, uh, you know, it's been 12 years since they've been to the finals. So a win on Friday night, the city should be nuts. Um uh, should be fun. They should, and they should pull it out. This Miami team looks dead. I totally agree. All right. Uh, quick break, and we'll get to our uh, NBA news. All right. I was getting worried because I didn't see a beer in your hand at all. Drinking the whole time. I drink the whole time. Oh, I didn't see you. It's just weird because we're having a nice conversation back and forth, so maybe I'm not picking up on it. Usually, when someone's rambling, I can tell when you know someone's drinking a lot or not. Uh, yeah, no, I I uh I had some lunch beers and haven't really stopped. That boy. I think that's uh, why I'm in low energy. It's really caught up to me. Oh, uh, I got you. Because then I came and I mowed the whole. Uh, I mowed both lawn. Like I did some real serious work. Well, I mean, just mowing your lawn in general—that's a workout. Yeah. That incline, Woo. those quads must be screaming right now. Yeah, it's rough. Um, it's rough. Oh, I'll tell you something after. <laughs> it's not Great. that interesting. Great. Remind Can't me. Wait. Can't wait. Uh, all right, NBA news. So we're, uh, a little Golden State talk. So this is Thursday night as we record. We are not positive that Golden State closed it out, but wait, wait, wait. Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, Golden State has closed it out. They're going back to the finals. Finally healthy after three years, was it? Clay was out well, two Clay years. Well, Clay was out too. So, yeah. And then Steph, Steph had was his out. Hand, um, so, Draymond when was the was last finals they went to? 17? Braun? When he was a Cavs? 18? Right? God, this yeah. is why we need Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Rain Man shoot it out there. I think it was 17-18 season. Because LeBron went to the Lakers in 19. Won it in the bubble in 20. Yep. Right. 
Yeah, I think 18 is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for first time since 18, for sure on that. Uh, yeah. Warriors are going back. Uh, we think, but let, let's play. Uh, let's let's rewind and say no. I'm I'm telling you, I'm tonight. I'm rooting for Dallas. Obviously, oh, of course. I, obviously, they can't win the series. Golden State's going to win the series. But never say never. Less rest is certainly beneficial to the Celtics. You know, when it inevitably is the Warriors. Mm-hmm. We don't want them sitting for any extra days. The Celtics are sitting. Celtics are banged up. They need as much rest as as anybody else. I'd love to see Luca push this to a game six, even a game seven, and get his heart broke. Obviously, I mean, I think that's and, a pretty obvious sentiment from a Celtics fan. And as a Celtics fan, I'd like to see more uh, televisions panning to his mother that's sitting courtside. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, let's get to the real NBA news, which is the Brooklyn Nets reportedly are refusing to give Kyrie Irving a long-term contract extension uh, reportedly related to his inability to commit to the team and do anything uh, um, uh, normal and just come and work for that $35 million paycheck that he collected this year after skipping 50-plus games. I hate Kyrie Irving. I will hate him till the day I die. He is a fraud. He is a liar. He is a buffoon. He is a douchebag. He is full of shit. And I'm just, it just makes me happy, Ray, that finally, finally, it, it feels like it's taken years for the public and for people to come around and notice and realize the fraud, the bullshit artist, the YouTube doctor that this fucking asshole is. He's such a piece of shit. I hate Kyrie Irving so much. He is dragging the professional NBA uh, players uh, ability to, to negotiate and, 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 and further their livelihood more than anybody has done in the history of the NBA. He's hurting his fellow teammates, his quote unquote brothers and all these guys that look up to him. And I think that that, that whole brotherhood is collapsing on Kyrie Irving. And it makes me so goddamn happy because in relation to that news, Kevin Durant has not spoken to the Nets since they got swept by the Celtics. It's the dumpster fire that we predicted two years ago. And it is fully fully ablaze should get even blue more so than it was against the sweep we should get blue check marks for this just honestly verify us because we knew this was going to happen we said this years ago we bill had it like the the season there was the season was oh. starting late it was starting at christmas bill had it burning down at christmas, christmas. i think yeah. you had it in february i think i had it in the playoffs. i call it valentine's day yeah i said valentine's day and i think it happened in the playoffs either way the kyrie irving kevin durant James Harden dumpster fire is still burning and the, uh, the Nets ownership is looking for a way to stomp out the ashes uh, specifically, hopefully with a trade, or maybe they just let this fucking guy walk uh, next forgot, year. You after forgot he ben picks Simmons. Up his option. You forgot Ben Simmons. In that They're trying mess. to trade his <laughs> broke, stupid pussy ass too. It reminds me of the Kevin uh, Garnett and uh, Paul Pierce trade, Paul Pierce trade that the Celtics pulled off and didn't work out. And then they had to blow it up because it just wasn't working. At least Pierce and Garnett and those guys tried. (laughs) tried. At least they tried. (laughs) It's probably Duran, Darren Williams, Duran Williams, how you pronounce it. Like he was kind of a dog too. He didn't really try that hard. he, He got fat. 
He got fat. Yeah. Like Pierce and Garnett were old, and uh, the Jet was in that trade too, right? Like they just yeah, he was going to Lopez bench. on that team. Yeah, they underachieved. They should have been more, but yeah, yeah, they gave up too much for some aging superstars and that. The Nets, um, I feel bad for them with the Kyrie thing. They got bamboozled like everybody else. I'm just again, I'm just glad to see that people are which finally, one's worse. Stephen A. Smith, who I've always found a little bit annoying, but also entertaining. He does a good job at his job. He's a he's a he's a perfectionist at his craft. He does which what he's might, supposed to which do. He might not be here much longer after his comments the other night, but go on. We're gonna talk politics on the show. No, we don't. His beratement on Kyrie Irving over the last year, year and a half has made my heart sing. It's just like finally, finally, people have stopped giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. Except for Jalen Rose, apparently, who gave him a uh, third-team All-NBA, and uh, the Twitter world and NBA world did not like that. So <laughs> even the internet has finally come around to my side, to our side of things. They fucking hate Kyrie Irving, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. So, oh, I love it so much. I fucking love it. So I hope he retires. I hope he retires at the ripe age of 28, where the fucking stupid young age he is. He thinks he owns the world, thinks he knows everything. Fuck Kyrie Irving. Quickly, though, quickly, Richard, uh, before you go, everyone likes <laughs> ranking things. So I'd like you to rank this for you, for me. Uh, being married, your first child, and everyone hating Kyrie. Everyone hating Kyrie. Everyone hating Kyrie. I thought so. I just wanted to make sure. I'm going to get a tattoo. <laughs> I'm going to get a butthole tattoo of everyone hating dumpster, Kyrie. Of a dumpster and a fire coming up your butt crack. No, it's just going to be Kyrie's third eye. It's going to be my asshole. It's going to be his fucking face. <laughs> Uh, so that's NBA talk. Uh, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Uh, there, thank you there, Richard. Uh, the Celtics are one win away from punching their ticket to the NBA Finals. Boston beat the Miami Heat 93-80 in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Jalen Brown led all scores with 25 points. Jason Tatum filled the stat sheet with 22 points, 12 rebounds, and 9 assists in 44 minutes. And the series now moves to Boston for Game 6 Friday night, 8.30 at the Garden. Early reports out of Boston are the Bud Lights and backwards Red Sox hats are already nearly sold out in anticipation to a Friday night elimination game. The Red Sox had their winning streak snapped on Wednesday with a 3-1 loss to the White Sox. The local nine have clinched, uh, climbed back to three games below 500 and are probably the best team in baseball right now. Trevor Story has led the way with an active bat and a, massage, a message for the haters, Bye bye Xander. Just to reiterate the net story, Kyrie Irving is a cunt. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. It's Bill. It's Bill. Uh, yeah, you, you read much gooder uh, without, without Bill in the, uh, Thank you. In, the, in the picture. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, can I? Speaking of Grammar Guru talked to my mother today uh she read one of my uh, blogs on simple mind sports if anyone's interested in reading some blogs there she gave simple me simplemindsports.com simplemindsports.com thanks www.simplemindsports.com hashtag she gave me shit about my uh grammatical errors in a blog did she look at my uh faith maroon one i don't think you know you know what she <laughs> said she clicks that old like on facebook for pretty much everything we do that one she must have missed she that did one. not she missed that one must have missed that one she saw the uh, girl eating pizza and a thong by, by the way your thirst trap standards are that was that was just a spot it must have been a spontaneous run from you because oh that girl oof. 
Okay. Well, uh, speaking of Wolf, the Red Sox uh, winners of seven of nine. Again, this is Thursday. We don't know what they did tonight against uh, uh, the White Sox to finish off that series in the rubber match. However, uh, they're coming off a sweep of the Mariners. Winners, again, of seven of nine, uh, six in a row, I think it was. They lost six in a row, yes. They lost three to one um, to the uh, White Sox on Wednesday. Uh, Breaking news, Richard. uh, Boston is up three to nothing in the top of the first. Well, there you go. And with the best bullpen in uh, baseball, according to WEI a month ago, then no chance they blow this one. Uh, Within that win streak, you had a Franchi Cordero walk-off grand slam. Remember him? He's back. He's taking over first base duties for Brian Dahlbeck, who's still searching for the Mendoza line. That search is back on from last line. Brian Mm -hmm. fucking Bobby. God damn it. Bobby. 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 Apologies to Brian Dahlbeck. Again, I hey, did Bobby. all last year. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck sucks. Brian Dahlbeck was decent. Bobby Dahlbeck sucks. sucks. This guy is not a major league player. Fuck you, Bloom, for thinking so. Franchi Cordero is up here. Don't expect this to, to continue for this for this type of player. Okay? For all you Red Sox bobos that, that want to jump on the Franchi Cordero train, he's going to hit a slump just like everybody else does. He's not that good of a player, but it was nice to see him uh, – come up here and have some success and a walk-off grand slam is uh pretty sweet. Obviously the lead story here for the Red Sox is Trevor story. See what you did there. That's hard not to do. I didn't mean to do see what, that. See what you did there. I didn't mean to do that. Trevor story. What a I see how it, I see how your brain works. Cause yours is a little faster than mine, but like you said it and then you're like, Ooh, I didn't like, yeah, that. but no, I, I didn't mean to do it. It would have been, I know. More, I, I would have done that. I would have paused and waited for a reaction. The lead story Trevor story. <laughs> yeah, I waited for you to fucking catch up. Uh, Trevor story is raking. We don't have an hourglass. Let me give you some. Uh, let me give you some information here. Before the uh, series with the Mariners, in which they swept a week or so ago, story was hitting two hundred five, slugging two ninety three, with a uh, paltry, as they say in the uh, this athletic story, OPS of three twenty. Paltry. Paltry. Hold on a second. You got to Google that. Actually, go ahead, Richard. You've been Googling a lot of vocabulary lately. Uh, yeah, you're botanist. Botanist. Paltry. Uh, against the uh, Seattle Mariners, Story had a his second three-run home, uh, three oh. home run game of his career. Uh, that began the four-game sweep against Seattle. And uh, he's been hitting fantastic ever since. He was player of the week. And uh, since then, the stat, the slash line is hitting 360, 452, the 1.120 OPS, just absolutely uh, crushing as in the batter's box. Did Bloom get this right? Or is just this a player getting a look? He was a really good hitter in Colorado. He's got that Colorado Asshole. stink on him a little bit. Um, but he wasn't as bad as he was to start the season. And let's remember, he didn't have a spring training. Uh, he was signed late. He got sick. I think there was something wrong with his wife or his kid or something where he had to leave uh, spring training. Anyway, he Bill? barely played to start to start the season. So Bill would know. Bill would know. Uh, your thoughts on Trevor Story and leading this team back to <laughs> a poultry three games, three games un- under, under 500. Who Best team in the MLB. Fuck. Who gives a flying fuck about this? Yes, great. He had a couple great weeks. Cool. You got player of the uh, week for AL player of the week. 
what's going to happen like in the next four weeks when he comes back to earth and he's not hitting the ball. And then we're going to ask why he's here and why we haven't paid Bogarts yet. That's the whole question. Uh, if this continues, this is going to be high and balloon. John Henry's reason not to sign Xander Bogarts be like, Oh, we can get this guy on the, this guy's cheaper. We're paying him $23 million instead of paying Xander $33 million. So we're saving $10 million. This is just stupid, stupid, stupid. He's going to get cold again. Who gives a fuck? Like, move on. I agree with you. He could go out there and hit 300. He won't. He's a 240, 250 hitter, by the way. Xander's a 280 hitter. He's a, you know, any, regardless. He could go out there, hit 300, hit 30 home runs and 100 RBIs. I'd still say sign Xander Bogarts. Absolutely. You can still have good players. You still got enough money to do so. Your your lineup depends on it because, by the way, in that win streak and in the, this uh, uh, surge from the Red Sox, the staff, the pitching staff is still giving up four runs a game. You're 29th in the MLB in games under the one under three with less than three runs. That's not good. You were 22nd, I believe, or 25th last year, something like that. I heard the stats today. Um, so what does that mean? You can't win without hitting. So you need good hitters or you need better pitchers. There's some pitchers on the horizon. You got some young pitching coming up, which we talk about in a second. But that's no guarantee. There is a closer guarantee to Xander Bogarts being an excellent hitter, Trevor Story being a really good hitter, Daff, Devers being one of the best hitters in the league, JD well, Martinez JD, being a really good say, hitter, JD, Kiki Hernandez can get as hot as anybody in the league. If Verdugo got his ass out of his head, that's backwards. Then he can be an okay hitter. Hmm. You got. We looked at this lineup one through six and said, if those guys do what they're supposed to do, the team will be okay. The problem is less than half of them did what they were supposed to do. Now Trevor Story's coming along, Kike's coming along, and they, holy shit, they start winning games. What a fucking novel concept. The greater point is you need all these guys unless you're going to go take that $33 million and give it to a pitcher. Uh, but not. they don't like signing pitchers over mm -hmm. 30. So where's that money going to go? If it doesn't go to a homegrown, homegrown talent, one of the best shortstops in the game, which has been poppy. in your system since 16 years old. Like, set a fucking precedent. Sign this goddamn player. I don't give a fuck what Trevor Story does. Sign Xander Bogarts and move David him to third or move him to second. Or I don't care. Keep both of them. Keep all three of him, Devers, and Bogarts. There's your two, three, four hitter for the next five, six, seven years. Yeah. David, Ortiz. Should... David Ortiz came out and said it. You got to sign Xander. No matter what, it would be a, tra a, tra a travesty if you don't sign Xander Bogarts to a, a long-term extension. Like, yeah, why? it sets a precedent. And it, if don't he's be coming surprised. out as the biggest Red Sox lovable person of all time and our hero and all this bullshit, if David Ortiz is coming out and saying this, hey, John Henry, Heim Bloom, you got to sign this guy. He's your homegrown talent. I mean, that has to rain at home and bring it home and be like, all right, we got to do something. We got to, we got to make this work. Yeah. You'd think the uh, Uber PR conscious Boston globe owning uh, John Henry and Red Sox would be, um, you know, their ears would be open to the, to the likes of David Ortiz pushing for Xander Bogarts, the entire Red Sox nation pushing for the signing of Xander Bogarts, Xander Bogarts pushing for the signing of Xander Bogarts. You'd think that that would come into play. You think, um, We'll see. We'll see if it does. If it doesn't, don't be surprised if Devers is the next guy to walk out the door. Now you've let uh, Betts. 
Betts and Devers, who are MVP considered. Devers is now in the top 10 for M- MVP votes. Bogarts isn't, you know, quite an MVP player, but he's but he's close. So you let those three homegrown talents walk. <laughs> I mean, I've been fucking Burn, I've been literally way angry down. with the Reds. They've literally ruined days from thinking about this. Right. So yeah, Burn go to hell right to the fucking ground. Uh, speaking real quick, uh, help on the way from the pitching staff, uh, a little bit of positive notes here. You got, uh, I got three names for you. The first one, Chris sale is throwing, he's throwing all of his pitches. Ooh, cool. <laughs> See you in July. Worst, worst. I'm a dream teamer, Red but history. Red Sox fucking nation. No, 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 no. We're very down on the Red Sox. We're very, very down. down. On the Red Sox. Very Ex- down. Especially Chris and Chris Hale, Chris Sales act is really starting to run thin too. Mm-hmm. You know, tell it as it is, take all the shoulder to, you know, take all the blame. He can, you know, that works in Boston for a while, but if you get paid a hundred million dollars and pitch nine times in two years, uh, starts to add up, dude. Worst like, contract ever. Have a cheeseburger. Maybe don't expose your ribs to a, to a fucking whoa, whoa. Pool, you need, to a you need pool. any coach. You need any coach. Hey, John Henry. How did he I'm hurt available. his ribs? He, he got he got smacked in a pool fight with with one of those oh, noodles, fucking noodles. noodles? Yeah. Cracked his ribs. Have a cheeseburger. Have some pasta. You skinny fuck. Like you, you get a hundred million dollars. You six nine, nice, and, and you weigh eighty seven pounds. No wonder your ribs are like gonna get exposed and broken. He needs a flatjack. He needs to talk to Mac Jones and get himself some protection on those. Would you ribs. call it? I I. I Purposely That's didn't call it exactly what it is because I'm flat jacket, right? It's a pancake. What? It's a pancake. No, I'm talking about the rib protector that quarterbacks wear. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about pancakes. Flapjack? Yeah. You don't like the you don't like, I don't like people flapjack? Call, no, it's a fucking pancake. No, I call it a pancake too. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, you no, don't you don't you call it crepes up there? Well, it's that's a totally different thing. That's you, Tony, we don't have time for this. I hate that you're French. Um, uh, so, Chris, the other name is uh, Josh Winkowski. Uh, th- this guy came over from the Mets in the Andrew Benintendi trade. Remember when he was traded for like seven players that have amounts of shit? Mm-hmm. Josh Winkowski is expected to get a start this weekend. Uh, uh, according to reports, he's a, a pitch to contact uh, pitcher, which we haven't seen in, I don't know, a decade. So we'll see how that works out. The other guy to keep your eye on is, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Brian Bello or yes. Brian Bilo. I don't know. Brian Bello. B-R-A-Y-A-N. That's French. Bello. Bello. He might be. Uh, according to the Boston Herald, he's the most exciting prospect the Red Sox have had in years. Don't tell Bill that. Here's the write-up. The 23-year-old prospect made his debut against the Scranton Wilkes Bar Rail Riders and threw six innings, allowing two runs on six hits with a walk and ten strikeouts. Bayo? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. No, it's gonna Bello. How the, the fuck L's... you get Bayo? You're saying like Scott Bayo? It's Bello. B E L L O. Bell O. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you, baby. Bayo posted nearly identical stat line Tuesday in his second. Triple A start against the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. He threw six innings, allowed That's two runs, name. three hits, three walks, struck out 10 again. Bayo Bello is the only pitcher with multiple 10 strikeout games in, in International League, needing just uh, two starts to do so. Can I stop uh, you Bayo... real quick? Do you think the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs uh, mascot is Bill's mother? <laughs> I 
don't know. I don't know. Have there been reports of uh, paid fellatio on the field? Uh, Bayo Bello is now two and zero with uh, three ERA, uh, 20, stri- 20 strike. That I'd take that back. That was mean. That was wrong. Bill's not even here, and certainly his mother's not here. So, clock, motherfucker. <laughs> that was that was wrong. Show up, Bill. Two and zero, three ERA, twenty strikeouts, four walks, twelve innings. Uh, the kid looks good. Uh, he's coming off a run with double A Sea uh, Dogs that was dominant as it gets. He posted a one point six ERA, forty two strikeouts, and twelve strikeouts in thirty three and two thirds innings up there in Portland. Uh, he also threw a new no hitter amid a streak of thirteen innings without allowing a hit. I would say cool on that because no hitters are the most irrelevant stat in all of baseball. No, well, yeah, but you have to understand that this is a pitcher in the Red Sox system. So, uh, oh. 45 minute Bill is rock hard, right? All he's doing no, is no, no. highlights of uh, is he Bello on his fancy, is he on his fancy baseball team? He can't be, he's not in the majors yet, but he's probably stashed. Well, you know, who knows about his stupid fucking rules in his fancy baseball? He probably has like a thing where he can get prospects. Look, the kid's 23, he's right at that age where he should be uh, dipping into the majors here. Um, here's the point about this. If you get a Bayo Bello appearance and you get a Winkowski and these, and Chris sale comes back, that's three guys you could throw in this lineup. You can put Whitlock back in the bullpen where he belongs, um, as a weapon in there. And now shit, if the story continues with story, that's what you did there. That's that he's hitting. Uh, and, and you got your hitters, back on track now you're looking at a team now you're looking back at a 90 win team like they were last year that should be able to compete you but again i see you shaking your head there's a lot of question marks here there's a lot of winkowski's never pitched bayo bella's never pitched chris sale is getting his ribs broke by pool floaties so you know there's still a lot of question marks and uh clearly ray you are uh very down on the john henry pittsburgh penguin red sox Liverpool. Uh, also, do you ever go on a diet for like three weeks and you're like, holy shit, my life's going to change. And then all of a sudden you, you go on a Bender Boys weekend, you drink 30 beers and you eat all the shitty food that you can and you're back to you being your fat, ugly self. This is what's going to happen to the Red Sox. You have three good weeks and then you're going to be right back to your ugly self. and You're going to win 80 games, maybe if you're lucky. Fair enough. Well, enjoy that Bender Red Sox. We'll see you on the other side. Uh, and for us, Ray, let's take a quick afternoon delight. Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Wow, we are uh, running late. We just have a lot of but but it's fun. We have a lot of chatter in between here. Is that what's going on? No, no, it's just a lot of cover. I mean, the Celtics are going to be in the NBA Finals. Red Sox still suck, and Mac Jones has lost weight. Do you know what? You know what? Actually, the game changer is you're real chatty tonight. I like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. Well, I don't usually get to speak. No, you've had a, a run here of three weeks in a row. It's nice. You, you, you next week when Bill, it's just going to be me and Bill next week. And then the following week, it's just going to be. <laughs> You'll be back to that baby deer with his fucking legs falling out, trying to figure I out. See headlights. No, no, I see headlights and just don't know what to do. Just. I see headlights. Uh, Mac Jones spoke to the media. Can I read you this uh, answer from a question that I think yes, you, may. Uh, you know, is the, is the biggest takeaway from this Mac Jones speaking to the media at OTAs. Wow. This didn't translate into the uh, email at all. It's going to be a little bit tough. 
<laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, am I stupid or is this uh, just a uh, bad copy and paste? What do you think? Stupid. Uh, question here. Uh, Mac, what's your relationship with Joe at this point? Speaking about Joe Judge, of course. Uh, MJ, as the official transfer from Patriots.com reads, MJ, Mac Jones. Yeah, huh. I think I got it. I wonder if I could have a, Do I have a Mac Jones voice? Yeah, I think I had a chance to see him last year in training camp between camp practices and all that he's done. And great job coaching us. He's seen a lot of football. Obviously, he's been around football a long time, whether that be a head coach or a special teams playing a position in himself. See, he's going through puberty because he's. I know what you did there. Yeah. Very young. I don't think he can grow a beard. I'm going to read the rest like me, like me. That's fine. I like yeah. that. So he has the knowledge that is very beneficial to me as a quarterback. And obviously I'm going to learn with him. That's the goal. It's kind of teach each other and move along and take what he knows, then take the experiences that I have and combine them and work together as a great team. Obviously we have him and Hoyer and Bailey. So we have a great group of guys that can come together and work together in that room and stuff. And cool. That's the icing on the cake for me. That was pretty good. Uh, I'm going to have to get a Mac Jones quote a lot. This this, (laughs) I liked. I like talking in Mac Jones voice. Uh, Obviously the big line that in this is all over, you know, boss as far as me, this isn't new, but uh, basically saying we're going to teach each other. AKA we've already been over this. You you said this, your opening take, you know, the coaching staff, the Patriots, the biggest question mark in Boston right now, probably uh, when it comes to sports, what the fuck are the Patriots doing on the offensive side of the ball? I wrote a nice little blog about Harry and Lloyd, who I've named dumb and dumber, uh, Matt Patricia and Joe judge. Did Uh, you name them dumb and dumber or did the, movie dumb and dumber the movie Harry. i took them as the characters I, from dumb I, I, and dumber and named I, them I, harry and lloyd all right I, go on because i don't think these buffoons know or as bill would call them walking tits know what the <laughs> fuck they're doing well uh, they don't know enough uh, more than mac jones apparently because they're going to teach each other how to uh, how course. to handle the offense um jesus i don't know your second year quarterback i wrote a block <laughs> Yeah, go the full opposite. This is just to push the uh, the blog, uh, daily blog thing on simplemindsports.com, www.simplemindsports.com. HTTP semicolon slash slash. I wrote a blog titled, Hey, it could work, um, where my mother scolded me for my grammatical errors. Oh, that's the one? All right. Essentially saying, uh, and I brought uh, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, a number of quarterbacks, Philip Rivers, a number of quarterbacks in, in the uh, discussion about who was their offensive coordinator and does it matter? In a lot of these circumstances, either you don't know who the OC was, the OC sucked, or it was the head coach that was calling the plays. So if those are the circumstances for the Patriots, either the OC sucks in uh, Matt Patricia, or you don't really know who he is in Joe Judge, or it's Bill Belichick, who I would have faith in calling an offensive game. Don't really want him to. would rather him just be the head coach. But if he did call the offense for Mac Jones, I'd have faith in Mac Jones being successful with Bill Belichick in that role. Either way, there is a chance that it doesn't matter. If Mac Jones is good enough, if Mac Jones, I'm not calling him Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, but if Mac Jones in his second year can get on that trajectory, then maybe it just doesn't matter. 
maybe he can just be good enough to, and maybe coaching is just a little bit overrated. Maybe play calling is just a little bit overrated. Bill Belichick himself said it doesn't really matter what plays we call. It just matters that they're executed. So maybe it just won't matter as much as we think it is. Maybe Josh McDaniel's tires were pumped up a little too much here. He did go to Denver and fail fucking miserably. His success did come with Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback, you know, in the history of the game. He did have a good year with Mac. I'll give him that. And he did make Cam Newton look somewhat respectable for half that year. I think he's a good coach. I'm just saying it could work. Can I ask you a question real quick? Uh, who had that interception in the Super Bowl against the Seahawks uh, on Russell Wilson? Jesus. All right. Well, that's uh, out of Malcolm Butler. Oh, that's correct. Uh, who took full credit for that interception and didn't even touch the field that day? Would that be Matt Patricia? Oh, uh, correct. So that's what I think is going to happen. This egotistical cunt is going to have his fingerprint all over this offense and it'll be like, it's me, me, me. So I see this being a total car wreck and going in a very bad direction. Maybe. I don't, it, I'll play devil's advocate here. There are reports out of uh, Patriots camp from years ago from the wide receivers there, uh, 2019, that uh, someone said Joe Judge doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. That was the year with Antonio Brown. He was only there seven days, but I'm going to say it was Antonio Brown that told the media that Joe Judge doesn't know what he's talking about. Otherwise, who else would it be? Julian Elliman? Other than that, there's not a lot of reports out of Patriots camp that their coaches suck. Like, even... You think they would say that? You think Bill Belichick would let any of these guys say that? There's widespread support of a lot of the coaches. Even Steve Belichick gets a lot of support from ex-players that are not there anymore. I think the coaching is good. I think the coaching is actually good. But, yeah, there is some ego shit going on, and there is some dysfunction going on in terms of the game day operation and titles and for whatever reason they're fucking around with the politics of it all and it makes things confusion confusing but i i don't think that the patriots are the patriots without good coaching i think the coaching is good we'll just see how it translates now uh, after the this brain trust is drained down to dumb and dumber and uh, and bill and his bobo uh, tongue licking kid Here's a little uh, Patriot porn before we uh, try and end this show. It's been going along. Actually, you know what? We're going to skip that. We'll save that for next time. Okay, let's do Simplest Minds of the Week to end the show. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. I got one. You never gave me a, a candidate unless you want to throw a wild card in here. Mm. Okay. This is, good. this is perfect. This is the one. This is the, the- one. This is this could probably bring up a lot. This, they could make this list a lot. Um, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns uh, trade uh, signed or traded for, sorry. Traded, uh, traded, traded. Ooh, I didn't look up what they traded. Keep talking. And I'll... Can you look up the exact yeah. deal they did? Uh, for Deshaun Watson, obviously quarterback, and uh, paid him $230 million guaranteed over a five-year contract. $45 million in signing bonus. That's guaranteed cash uh, and $55 million cap hit for, uh, for every year that uh, after this one. And the reason why they make them the list of simplest minds is because Deshaun Watson, obviously uh, did not play last year because he has been uh, indicted <laughs> with 26 or 22 
I don't know. It keeps going up every fucking week. Every fucking week, another girl comes forward saying mm. that uh, he, he touched uh, me. sexually assaulted or sexually uh, misconduct with um, uh, masseuse massage therapists. Uh, basically, you know, getting trying to get sex or uh, a sexual act, uh, poking him, poking these these girls. We call that and, a uh, Bill Gately massage. <laughs> he, you wouldn't go that far. I don't think he's up for indictment. Uh, well, because he click clacks. Well, he knows where to go. Yeah. You know, he knows the establishments that are cool with that. Him yeah. and him and Kraft, they go down to Jupiter. Yeah. Uh, obviously, these 22 to 26 women, 30s, I think I've seen upwards of 30 for civil suits. Uh, obviously, they did not feel the same way. Deshaun Watson went into court and admitted that he made a girl cry and uh, looked like an absolute buffoon. And now there are rumors that Deshaun Watson may get the Trevor Bauer treatment <laughs> in a, uh, a season long season plus long suspension. Trevor Bauer is suspended for another two years. Uh, after his sexual misconduct case that was thrown out in court, by the way. So if anyone's out, any Cleveland fans are out there uh, waiting for this to get thrown out. Uh, I know the uh, NFL has some lenient policies with these cocksuckers in their uh, domestic abuse and sexual abuse, but seems like this high profile case won't get that treatment. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns gave this guy $230 million guaranteed and have still not even moved on from Baker Mayfield. What an absolute shit show they also gave up three first round picks uh this year's 2023 and 2024 one third round draft pick in 2023 and two fourth round draft picks this year's and 2024 all for deshaun watson <whistles> cleveland is going to keep on cleveland in This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, May 27th. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Maybe we'll see Bill next week. Bye-bye. You won't see me. No, because you're going, you're going to Mormon land. That's what you want. That's all I'm just Wait, what did you have to tell me? Oh. I can't. I can't tell you. <laughs> I waited all night for this? You can't well, tell me? No, just wait for next time. Remind me next time. Fuck. Thank you, Irene. Thanks, Richard. Irene. Richard? Just playing in the dark again, hey baby. Oh, always, always. Just oh, oh. you just, muted me? No, no, I'm not muted. You're not muted. You're just very dark. Am I? Yeah, you. You know, you. You've really got a. You really Need got that, something you, going. Did you send that smoke machine yet, or no? <laughs> my bad. No, <laughs> it's all right. That'd be the perfect, perfect way to spend shipping, my days. In the shipping costs are pretty high right now. Yeah, everything's high right now. I understand, baby. Bill, you how know, are you? <laughs> He's high. He's not here. He's high. He's high on uh, other things. Love and things drugs. like that. Illicit drugs is generally the case. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. When was the last time Bill was on this show? Mm -hmm. Three weeks 2000, ago. 20, 2021.
Yes, he was the ripe age of 68. <laughs> Just pushing off that 69 for as long as he can. Uh-huh. Well, he always said he has never lived to see his 69th birthday, so one can only hope. One maybe, maybe he's just maybe. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Bill. No, come on, come on. We're happy for Bill. Bill's a good boy. I'm not happy for Bill. Bill said that we we're his close friends, and that meant a lot to me. <laughs> so it got me thinking. Maybe we're his only friends. <laughs> no. He's playing poker tonight for one of his friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's no. why he couldn't make it tonight. He had to play poker. Is he a friend or is he a substitute? Ooh, that's going to make me think all night. It's like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. Does Bill have friends? <laughs> this is the sh- this is the philosophizer show. <laughs> yes, yes. Just some, I'm going to enlighten you with my words of wisdom and make you think. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I could use a third person here because I am low energy, low energy today. Why? A lot What's going on? on this week. Packing. We're leaving tomorrow. Oh, where are you going? Where are you going? I don't. I'm not gonna disclose that information. That would be a foolish gesture on my part. Um, I'm gonna be grilling though, so I'm not gonna be available next week. <laughs> oh, that's where you're going next week. I forgot. So uh, just keep that in mind. I'll be uh, I'll be manning the grill, so I will not be available uh, next Wednesday. So hopefully, Bill, hopefully Bill gets over the. If not, it's going to be me by myself. I'll fucking talk to myself all day. I can't (laughs) wait for the Dr. Big Mac solo show. (laughs) I'd like you to set up two cameras. So you're talking to one and answering the other. Done. I don't know how I'll do it, but done. Dr. Big Mac, what is your favorite ingredient on the Big Mac? Thank you for asking, Dr. Big Mac. The special sauce, of course, you idiot. Special sauce, of course. <laughs> Ask your mother. Fuck you, it's your mother too. Fuck you, it's your mother too. And then it just gets it just in, goes then all it's just 45 minutes of a loop. That's probably what it would go like. Okay, yeah. Well, well let's start the show on that note. The Simple Minds Sports Show, if you haven't noticed, where we talk uh, doing in sports. 